Welcome to The Watching Dead, the officially unofficial podcast for The Walking Dead. I said Walking Dead twice. I'll say it again. The Watching Dead on walkingdead.com. I'm Jim. This is the last episode. Hey, Aaron, how's it going, man? Uh, it's going pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> seeing you struggle, seeing you struggle through the uh, the intro, like our survivors struggled through the finale. Uh, highly yep. entertaining. Yep. I, I delivered that intro like I'm walking through a herd of walkers and I can yeah, only speak in coded language. Didn't bother uh, putting the gore on your no. face. You just I don't just, need it. Went out there. I'm taking so my hood down, too. It it's hot. Yeah, it's hot. Yeah. Yeah. Taking my hood down, taking the intro down. Aaron, we're back for another episode of uh, Feedback. The final. Yeah. Season 10, episode 16. Uh, We've got the long form, the uncut, the pure, the unstepped on, the the, yeah. the Walter White 99.1% pure long term, long form watching dead of baldmove.com feedback. We've been saving it up, distilling it. Talking about those emails. Half season long. And we also and have some, uh, some stepped on. Some, well, I'm going to run with your analogy here. Some stepped on <laughs> bullshit. In the form of Stereo.com uh, voice feedback, apparently. No, we got the... We got, that, that's, that's the good stuff. Mostly it's baking marketing. powder. Got that pandemic. <laughs> oh, that's a little too... So that's... Ooh, that, that's... Uh, oof. Oof. Wire. The wire. Uh, mm-hmm. Coming back from 20 years in the past with the, with the pandemic. Uh, yeah, maybe we should get to the emails. We shouldn't, we shouldn't dwell so. anymore on our inept introductions. Yeah, uh, we'll start off with emails because, uh, you know, it's been a while. It's been, what, eight weeks since we've considered email feedback. So people have a lot to say. A while, yeah. Uh, I apologize to some people whose emails were very dry pie at this point, because like I said, eight weeks. It happens. It's a long time to go. And a lot of stuff has been resolved in those eight weeks. So uh, not, not, not yet been Tupperware devised that can keep pie moist for eight whole weeks. Uh, no. When you're talking about episodes that aired 18 months ago, that's just a lot of, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of freshness problems with those classic, classic, classic dry pie issues. And I want to apologize personally to uh, Yousef because I had to cut his email because I simply did not have time to get to it this morning. Uh, and it was very long and there were some good points made, but I did not have time to cut it down. So. With that said, we've got like six or seven emails here that we're going to get through, and then we'll get to the voicemail feedback. We ooh, start. Ooh, let's do two. Yeah. Let's like do two, and then do it. Let's let's like let's oh, like you're uh, uh, splice this, them together. Yeah, I am. Jesus I am. Christ. Yeah, that sounds that sounds a way more interesting than just reading six and doing the yeah 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 yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Let's interleave these things. Sure. Why not? Let's make my job <laughs> twice as hard. Okay. Here we go. We're starting off with double T. Double T. Uh, says just wanted to share some general spoiler free thoughts on the six extra season 10 episodes. I thought they were great. Well, five of them at least they're very light on plot and action, but all about character development. They're very well written and acted. I think a way to gauge whether you'll like these is how you feel about the breaking bad episode, the fly. If you like that, you'll really appreciate these episodes. If you thought it was slow and boring, same result here. Uh, Double T goes on. Also, Jim, I think we have an answer as to why the music choices have been so terrible as of late. Seems they blew almost their entire music rights budget on the final of the bonus episodes, which happens to be among the best ever episodes of The Walking Dead. 
Oh, I thought he was going to say that wow. they, they blew it all on burning down the house. I'm like, wow. <laughs> no. No, we haven't I gotten would, to I that. bet that's I've an expensive it. get, though. I bet that's an expen- a semi- somewhat expensive get. It's more expensive than getting Emily Kinney's uh, refried tracks. Yeah. Yes. Did you know yeah. about this? Uh, can, no. can I just go directly to Josh's email? Because he wrote in to tell us yes, about please. more about this Half Moon Live stuff. Uh, so Josh says, listening to your podcast about season 10, episode 14, titled Look at the Flowers, I couldn't help myself but give some insight on Beta. The song the Beta plays to attract walkers is called I Went to the Well from an in-universe album called Half Moon Live, which, of course, they show in that episode. The song in the show is actually sung by Ryan Hurst, the actor who portrays Beta. Ryan was the one who decided that Beta's pre-apocalyptic history was uh, going to be you know, the singer instead of the basketball player um ryan hurst based beta's pre-apocalypse country singing off of garth brooks which is okay sure uh the song that is being sung was actually being listened to in season 10 episode 5 by yumiko and over on fear the walking dead half moon has made some appearances as well the song itself is written and originally sung by emily kenny the actor who portrayed beth the original song is called the Turtle and the Monkey, which was a slightly altered uh, version to be sung by Ryan Hurst for Walking Dead. Uh, that's wild, man. Yeah, I thought they like they had uh, just gone dumpster diving at the uh, Starbucks like they usually do for. But like, OK, this is is that a rung up or rung down, man? Uh, how old this is Emily, Emily Kinney? Can I disparage she's like at 25? 20? Oh, no, she's a full ass adult. <laughs> I know, she she's was 35. like 25 when she was playing Beth. So. All right. Um, then, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's a does rundown. Does she have a career? Uh, does she have a music career? Because like I th- that song wasn't terrible. I, you know, so I didn't like, like it. But, and there's a YouTube version of Emily Kinney's original song. If you want to go searching for that, uh, the turtle and the monkey. But I, I don't know. I saw her sing briefly at Walker Stalker Con one year when we went Mm -hmm. Um, and she was good I I don't think she's a bad singer Um, this is not my favorite song in the world it's Starbucks sounds like she has a lot of country country western or oh I I guess yeah I don't know she Mm -hmm. she was doing more of like a pop kind of thing when I saw her ah that's what it says genre pop yeah Um, so they might have like countrified it for beta Maybe Half Moon's going through a Chris Gaines kind of yeah moment. Yeah. He's he's switching over. He's he's Taylor he's grow the goatee. <laughs> I mean, this guy had a goatee uh, for sure. Plus some yeah, trying to transition out of country western. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought that was kind of interesting, and that Very feels so Walking Dead, right? Like, yeah. hey, we got somebody who records music. Let's do a cover version of their shit. Which, you know, is good and bad because it means you're probably not getting the absolute best music if you're just using your friend's music. Uh, but it also means you've got a, a group of people who like and respect each other and do cool things mm-hmm. together, which I always appreciate. So The Walking Dead is good about I mean, that, right? I can't. We can't talk because our theme song is this your brother with a drum machine grooving on some some guitar licks. So like, oh. we're- we're oh, not above using friends and family machine. music too. Yeah. Oh, is he actually? Is, though actually, it's. Uh, oh, yeah. I, th- I thought it was a drum machine. No. No, they they oh, recorded out with a full ass drum setup. Man, I saw the place. Damn. All right. Well, fuck me then. Yeah, he, they that's, can that's definitely Emily, have Emily our theme song here. in a Starbucks easily. Yeah. <laughs> 
it'd be too hard for those Starbucks people. They couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Just keep it in stock and fly off the shelves. People just be like zombies flocking to to just give us the fucking walking dead theme. All right. Casey from Pittsburgh says, I've waited nine weeks to ask this question, hoping you will say something. And I hope I didn't miss it. Uh, I apologize, Casey, because I couldn't detect the question here. Let's see if we can find a question in this. You gave the nod of approval to the new opening credits animation, showing the passage of time with new growth on the trees, Mm -hmm. Daryl's bike, etc. Even a shout out to Rick blowing the bridge. But I didn't hear you mention the Whisperer holding a knife behind the walkers walking towards the windmill. I thought it was a cool switch up they made once the group was introduced. Uh, yeah, no, I after you mentioned this, I went back and I watched it because I it, honestly, I tend to skip all intros for all TV shows. It's just time I don't want to spend. Uh, I, I will watch it like once when it first drops and then I'm done with it. Don't show me that every week. Um, and so I usually skip it, but I went back and I looked at it and there's a lot of stuff in there. There's like the cemetery where Jesus died. There's, uh, there's like a fake out that they're trying to do with Daryl, I think, because they show a a skull with a pitchfork in it and Daryl's crossbows laying next to it and his Mm. brass knucks and and knife are laying next to it. And it's like, okay, I see what you tried there. Nobody believes that. Mm -hmm. Especially since your marketing team ruined it with the spinoff. Uh, yeah, but yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff in there. Yeah, I thought it's a really cool style. And like I said, the, even with the obvious death motifs around things like Daryl's crossbow, it's the 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 flowers growing through it, kind of like you know. And and honestly, yeah, like I, that that sets up the theme because like I think Daryl's character grew a lot in season ten. Mm-hmm. Like that character had been coasting on his bangs and how cool he used to be in the first few seasons for so fucking long. It was a goddamn shame. Coasting on Rick's coattails, like, man. Getting rid of Rick is the best thing yeah. that ever happened to Daryl. And I think they could have done a better job with Daryl, but like it's just tough because he's not a comic book character. They have to give him things to do, and all the things they gave him to do is like kind of dumb. Like I'll get captured and be forced to eat dog food and listen to Easy Street. Mm-hmm. Like. We didn't have like a didn't even get a really cool like Picard. There are four lights payoff to that. Uh, yeah, I, I I really love what they've been doing ever since that uh, Rick said goodbye on the show. So I guess going back to mid season nine, um, it's been yeah his his character's gotten the the flower renewal. Yeah. Uh, Odd writes in with a couple of uh, points on the odd uh, motivations of characters. I've been catching up uh, with the show along with you guys because of you. Thanks. Has two quick <laughs> You're takes. Welcome. Uh, one that we kind of pointed out, but it's just worth mentioning again, I guess, when Boston Rob, you know, takes out Gamma, but neglects to shoot Beta at the same time. I think we talked about that. But he also says, "Why does Carol put the group at risk if the plan was Negan killing Alpha Black Ops style? That totally wipes away those plot tension with uh, Carol and Daryl." And Odd says that the show is better gimpless, but still has clunky motives. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. We I, we've kind of like danced around it. I don't think we ever talked directly at it, but like the plan. Carol seemed to be getting in the way of her own plan most of the time, right? If the plan was for Negan to go out there and kill Alpha, then all the extra shit she's doing seems like either if you want to be generous, she's trying to create distractions so that Negan has a way to, you know, worm, worm his way into the trust of, uh, alpha 
if you're not being generous, you could say she's just doing a bunch of shit because she's half crazy and suicidal and wants maybe to, or doesn't trust Negan maybe to get the job done. That's, and so she's still trying to do like, it. I, 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 I think tough. the, you, I, I, I'm of a mind to be somewhat generous with Carol's motivations and say that she just will just take her out of word. Negan was taking too long. Okay. Like he went to the group, he got assembled by the group. And like, if she was in that situation, she just go right for the throat. Right. For sure. Yeah. You know, Negan's got to dick. She her went down. to suicide. Gotta, yeah. Herself. To, yeah. He's got to do a whole, of. he's got to do a whole bunch of stuff. And, and I think that that's like, and I, It'd be interesting to rewatch. I'm never going to do it, but it'd be interesting to rewatch the season with the full knowledge of everything that's happened. Because I wonder, like, because there's some odd behavior from Carol, kind of detached behavior in the beginning, which I thought was weird. But it might be evidence of her, like, well, I've got a plan in motion, and I, we just kind of need to sit tight for a while. And then yeah. as the season wore on, she got more and more insistent on we have to find this word because she's. I think she's worried. She's worried that Negan uh, rabbited on her, or or converted, yeah. you know, whichever. Could be right. Um, and those were always questions that we had about Negan too. So that would make sense. All right. Ashley says, I just wanted to mention a couple things regarding Michonne's exit from the show. The writers knew Michonne was leaving way ahead of season 10. Uh, THR, which I don't know what that stands for. Reported the Hollywood it. Reporter. Ah, yes. Uh, reported it before season nine ended and Denai confirmed it at Comic-Con in July, 2019. Similarly to Andrew Lincoln, she gave them five episodes and for whatever reason, they decided to break them up instead of giving her a five episode like Rick, like arc, which I think would have worked better both for the story and to send off for the character. As a huge Michonne fan, I was quite ready for her to leave. She's the reason I watched this past uh, the show the past two seasons. And honestly, I thought Gimple did his best work with her and Rishone, Rick, Rick Shone. I don't know, of course, uh, by really fleshing out her arc and it's something beautiful. Uh So I'll always appreciate him for that and literally nothing else. I know everyone loves Angela Kang, but I thought her treatment of Michonne in season nine and the scars episode in particular was egregious. They would never put any of her white slash non-black counterparts in that situation. In fact, the series has always been excessively violent toward Michonne in ways that they weren't toward the other women, starting with her fight against the governor. So I'm glad uh, I'm just glad it's over. Um, at any rate, her exit was contrived, yes, but all I wanted was for Michonne to find out that Rick was alive and get the fuck out, and that's what they gave me, so I'm satisfied. Uh, also, yeah, and just imagine, FYI, well, uh, Denai left The Walking Dead to run her own show, which was thwarted, thwarted by the pandemic, unfortunately. Fuck! Yeah. I didn't know about that. Uh, um, yeah, I didn't either. Um, hopefully she can get that back on track. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, the, you know, people leaving The Walking Dead to do shows has not worked out super well. Uh, Maggie comes back after trying to do Whiskey Cavalier, which got one season. It was not renewed. I I imagine that we'll see big things from her. They already have uh, the Black Panther sequel in pre-production, the Wakanda mm-hmm. Forever that she's going to be in. I know she'll the, I, I'm I'm certain that we'll get at least one Rick Grimes movie, and I'm sure she'll yeah. be stellar in that. Uh, it is a bummer. It's a bummer they couldn't use her better. And, uh, you know, I'm the, I'm not going to, you know, try to talk you out of uh, the fact that Michonne got traumatized. Um, and that's certainly a, a trope in Hollywood that uh, you, you, you traumatize the women and the minorities uh, for effect. So, uh, 
yeah, it's too bad that they didn't have something better for her to do. And I think that especially they felt eh, I talked at length already about how I thought they did her dirty, um, her character dirty on and just. And I don't know if she only had nine, she only had five episodes and you got a whole season. Because I remember a lot of people also say, like, where's Michonne? Where's Michonne? Why is Michonne? Well, I, I actually think it's I'm kind of impressed that I didn't notice her absence more in the 16 episode run. If they only had five episodes to give or maybe that was the mm-hmm. maybe that was just the the tail half of the season. I don't know how they do the counting on that. I don't know. But yeah, I wish they could have done a little bit better by her. Um but she's she's still she's still out there doing her thing, and I, I guarantee we'll get at least one of those Rick Grimes movies out. And if it makes a couple hundred million dollars, which it probably will, it probably will make that worldwide, and they'll probably spend twenty million on it. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't generous. surprise me if we got more. Yeah. How many how many of the cast do you think they can get to just do it for free because they're buddies with Nicotero at this point? Zero. Mm. No one does shit for free in Hollywood. Unless it's like some kind of charity shit. And even then, usually behind the scenes, they're getting an appearance fee. I, th- I think you could get at least one person to do it for exposure. I do. I do. If, if you tell uh, exposure. Yeah. If you tell the, the woman playing Magna that you're oh, going to be okay. up on the if you big get some screen. Rando fucker. But I thought you were talking about like the big. Oh, you know, I'm not talking gonna, about gonna, Andrew King. Lincoln coming back and doing it for charity. No, no, no. No, well, he's his movie, but I'm talking uh, about like, yeah, you're not going to get like Father Gabriel King Jadis? Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Jadis, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Look, we'll let you we'll let you wear your hair however you want this time. Any any way you want it, we'll do it up that way. You'll get the exposure. Yeah. Your Instagram will never be bigger. Yeah. Could do a music number. We'll let you sing. Oh, dance if you want. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, do do a whole choreography, choreography. <laughs> okay, Crystal. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Let's let's do a voicemail. Oh, mother. We got four of them stacked up. We got it. We I, I I got. I'm I'm tired of hearing you read. You don't understand. You don't understand. Okay. Hi. I uh, just wanted to leave a message for you guys with a few topics. Um, for- appreciate your podcast. Um. I've been singing the praises of Angela Kang's Walking Dead for the last few years now, and uh, you know most people don't believe me. The the ratings are absolutely terrible right now. So it's nice to know that you guys that were so hard on the early seasons are sort of coming around on the show. It makes me feel a little less crazy. Um, so you, it looks like you're coming up to the bonus episodes pretty soon. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that the quote unquote fandom um, was not. There, there was a huge, a big portion of them that were uh, pretty disappointed in in the bonus episodes. Um, now, personally, I think if you go in with the caveat knowing that there's only going to be a couple a couple characters per episode, and uh, mostly going to be bottle episodes, more slower paced, and not really going to progress the plot forward, I think you'll enjoy it a lot more. Um, a lot of people just didn't. That is been I mean, that, that's that been my frustration. That's been one of the frustrations of being in the talking about The Walking Dead is because you've always had this two parts of the fan base, the ones from the beginning who kind of were hoping it was going to be a prestige drama and the way the AMC continued to treat it as a prestige drama. And they were always in uh, contrast to the people who are just like, oh, it's just, it's just like turn your brain off and watch the zombie action. Well, 
you know, it's it's fair to say that in the last couple seasons, they've catered more to the latter than the former. And then to do a huge U-turn and do like deep, you know, people comparing it to the the fly episode, the Breaking Bad, which I love. But mm-hmm. like that's yeah, I love that shit. I love the character, the deep character, thematic growth stuff. And that's honestly taking six characters, six episodes to like shore up some of these characters is probably what the show needs. But but the the like zombie action, shoot them, shoot them up, pow, pow, turn your brain off. Like that's that shit's boring. Like what is happening? Where's the action? No one got eat. So I, I can see that. But like that's not that's not what draws me to The Walking Dead. So I'm probably going to be in hog heaven. Yeah, I think so, too. It's, um, you know, interesting coming back to this show after it has switched gears so many times, because I I think that's the real issue that The Walking Dead has had. It's had so many showrunners. It's had so many different tones over the course of these 11 years or whatever it's been that, you know, every time they do that, they turn off a segment of the audience that was there for something else Um, or they run that risk, at least. And, you know, after having... (laughs) two seasons that really sucked like seven and eight were God awful. Um, it made us stop wow, podcasting the show. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then coming back and now doing something better with the show, you know, or, or like doing some action based stuff and then switching to character stuff. I feel like a lot of people are turned off just by the change of pace. Right. Um, it's yeah. not why they were watching the show. And so when you go on a run of, six episodes that are more character based and bottle episodes and stuff. You run the risk of people just going, eh, maybe that's not for me. I'm just not going to watch those. Uh, but I'm sure those yeah. people will be back for season 11. Like anybody who liked season 10, I'm sure you come back for the mainline stuff in season 11. I'm wondering, to see, I'm curious to see if they can build the audience because they still had 4 million people watching this. And then the pandemic yeah. happened. And when they came back, like they had like uh, 3.7 million people watching the penultimate episode. They take a year off and then people come back and that audience dropped to 2.7. That was a million people just over the course of the pandemic. Um with the final season and those numbers never recovered, like uh, they hover just above two for all of the extended episodes. Um, the bonus episodes. Um, I'm really hoping some people come back to the fold like us Mm and they've heard it's good. And like, this is the final snow shit season. And I'm curious to see if like they, those numbers actually build because it's kind of been, yeah, for the last few seasons it's coming, keeps going down and down and down the average. So it'd be nice to pump that back up for the last season. We'll see. It's tough because the numbers haven't been, haven't been super high for a long time, right? The trajectory has been down. So it's not like, Oh, you've got people who maybe skipped a season and need to catch up. No, these like the vast majority of people who used to watch The Walking Dead when it was doing 14, 15 million per week fell off like four seasons ago. And for them to come back to this season, they're going to have to go back and watch 60 episodes of television to really get back in. So like. 12 million people were watching at the start of season. Is this season eight at the start of season eight? No, that 12 many? million people. All were right. Still maybe still I'm wrong so about that then. Maybe like, no, they only have well, to catch up with no, nine and 10 and. Yeah, I think, but that's still like, that's, I'm saying the high watermark. Um, and then, you know, at the end of that season, 8 million people were still watching it. So like, there's still a sizable amount of people that are almost caught up. And the thing is that yeah, they go okay. back like, okay, fuck, fuck. 
like it's not like it takes a while to get good. I think season nine gets really good and very interesting almost right away with the, the Rick stuff. And then after honestly, after Rick leaves, it gets even better. So it's not like it's like, uh, yeah. So I, I think if, if people do give it a chance and it's the other thing that helps it is like this is all on like Amazon or uh, it's it's all Netflix. Like you can you can watch up and uh, up through, I think the latest six episodes on, on Netflix. Um, so yeah, I, there's, there's, there's ways to catch up real fast if you want it. And uh, we're going to yeah. try to take a stab at doing, doing a little catch up for people that bailed when we did, you know, if you, if you just want to go into season 11 and, and just get a catch up for like nine and 10, we're going to like do a little uh, mini episode to kind of walk people through that, what they've missed so they can, they can join without, uh, you know, miss missing out anything, but we'll see. And to your point, like we've been forewarned about that, that these are going to be smaller bottle episodes with more character focused stuff. So I and like you, I'm very much a fan of the fly episode of Breaking Bad. So if they can, you know, if they can write this intelligently um, and compellingly, I'm in. But we'll see. Uh, I'll also just go ahead and play this next part of it, because I think Chris uh, called back after he got cut off here. So we may have dry pied him. Who knows? Uh, let's find out real quick. Um, hi, I think my message might have been cut off. I didn't realize it was only a minute long. Um, as for the Daryl Carroll spinoff, it's possible that it's going to be a big red herring and uh, they might die or something awful happen to them at the end of season 11. Um, uh, just because something kind of similar happened at the end uh, of the comics, Robert Kirkman announced a few issues that didn't actually end up happening. So I think it's possible that this whole show is a big red herring, but I don't know if AMC has the balls to pull that off. Um, as for a couple of questions, uh, I was wondering who you guys' favorite characters are going forward or who seems the most interesting, um, both the OG characters and the newer uh, post season nine characters. And also I am absolutely dying to know how you guys feel about the last of us too. Um, Thank you guys. Uh, keep up the great work. Well, thank you. So I think it would be pretty ballsy <laughs> to do a smoke screen show, but it's kind of like what they would have to do to really shake off the dumpster fire bullshit. Like something that's like, yeah. but like I did the, the idea that you could get like Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride on board with something like that. Do a publicity tour. I, yeah, I, I, I man, if it is, a red herring hats off to him. This is like a great, Yeah, that would be pretty awesome. That would be pretty yeah. fucking awesome. As, as long as I knew that Melissa McBride and Daryl Reedus or Daryl Reedus, <laughs> Norman Reedus were, were in on it. Like if they're, if they got paid to do oh, this God. as like as, as a couple million, just for like paid promotion without having to sweat in Georgia. And yeah. And you're going to pull some Carl bullshit like, on him. Like, Oh yeah. Move to, move yeah. to Georgia. Get, yeah. Yeah. Get yeah. signed up That's, at the college here. Buy a house, man. Come right, on in. Yeah. Put that oh, in we're right You're going to be, yeah, we're going to be here for a year. Yeah, that would be some bullshit, but that would be honestly yeah. pretty awesome. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen, but um, going forward, it's hard to beat Carol and Daryl yes. for interesting characters, especially since Carol's got a little bit like I'm kind of not liking her and she needs to like do some things to kind of win me back. Um, as far as the new characters, like I'm really interested in Princess. She seems like just a straight up mm. better version of Eugene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Father Gabriel has been super interesting this last season. Uh, you know, Detective Carver, real badass. Uh, suddenly, I it's, like him. It's definitely Negan for me. Like he's the guy that Negan, I want to see 
evolve and change and i just want to see where that goes and it's, what it's the group a good sign that we can't count our favorite characters that we're interested in the next season on just one hand on one finger sometimes depending on the yeah. season right yeah 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 like this is a this is a nice problem that there's like multiple yeah. people and storylines that we're invested in um, how they can integrate maggie and like you know what she was doing yes. with georgie back into the main timeline i'm very interested in seeing how they do that Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, there's a lot a lot of stuff to look forward to. Kind of interested in Lydia? I I mean I want to see her like knock the teeth of a couple of uh feisty teens in. Sure. A couple sure. couple more teeth need to be murdered. I don't know. As far as The Last of Us 2, I love that game. I thought that game yeah. was really amazing and it's uh Boy, it's so applicable to a lot of different situations today, too, in terms of like, you know, eternal revenge cycles that people get stuck mm-hmm. into. Um, I, I thought like, yeah, like I like I felt manipulated, but in the best way. Yeah. Like I can. And I, I even remember thinking like I can tell what they're going for. And I'm like, oh, man, it seems like. But by the end of it, it felt very emotionally satisfying to be because like, they were far more successful I don't want to spoil anything because you should definitely play the game. The game came out less than a year ago, but they were far more successful of making me do the thing emotionally, uh, like like uh, empathize with the person they wanted me to empathize with that, that I thought was in, like a quarter way through the game. Like, there's no fucking way you're going to ask me to do it and I'm going to fucking play the game because I want to see bit like I'm going to hate it and I'm going to think it's stupid. And like, I was very surprised at how like. And this is very applicable. Once you find out the other side, though, people that you hate, how they yeah. live and how they you know what's important to them their hopes and dreams what they're what they're afraid of what motivates them it's the same shit that motivates you man mm-hmm. and i thought that was a really like almost unique that like only a video game could do something like that yeah it was definitely effective uh i, I think there were moments in that from time to time that i was like yeah okay well d- yeah that didn't quite connect or like it probably was a little too long um i mm. i know that like part of that was forcing you to stay with a character that you hated for a long time until you stopped hating her. But like also I got there way before the game did. Um, and so I didn't need like the extra four hours or whatever of game time, but I really enjoyed that game. Um, I think it's definitely worth playing. I Chris, it probably sounds like you've played it and you want to know what we think of it. If you really want to know, we did an off the clock episode after we played that game, uh, talking all about it. So, Mm-hmm. I, I don't know just go to the website and search we might have done a couple block. yeah yeah we yeah. might have um it's a premium podcast so you'll have to support dot if if you want to hear true. it but yeah if if, if uh, you want and hey it's free free 30-day trial nothing yeah. stopping you from setting a trial and uh canceling afterward and just just stealing stealing the content uh filling <laughs> your pockets sure uh steal a game book. of chicken we like to play will you remember to cancel before the billing mm-hmm. cycle renews uh <laughs> but there you go all right let's jump back over to emails because god damn it they're so much easier uh yeah crystal trails crystal says i was always wondering how would rick know that judith currently looks uh what judith currently looks like when he and jada slept in the chopper when she was still a toddler that etching on the cell phone shows an older judith with long hair and the sheriff's hat on it never made sense to me. I thought maybe Rick was held captive with someone who knew Japanese and was artistic enough to maybe sketch their faces with a description from Rick. Curious what you're thinking. 
I have no answer to that. I don't. Either. I have no fucking clue. I, this yeah, is my, this is like, like what Rick hopes for her. Like the face is generic enough that like, oh, it's a girl face, and yeah, she'd grow out her hair because girls grow out their hair in our society. I, I thought I read and, something like, that implied that Jadis carved that for him, which implies uh, that Jadis has kept track of them somehow. Oh, uh, I don't like that. Nah, there might be some sinister implications to it, or it could just be they fucking like, cause I was a little, I remember I didn't think about that at all because like Rick disappeared so long ago. I forgot. Right. It was pre time jump. It was five years of time jump. Right. And you come back and she's a grown. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. That's, that's not great. Um, <laughs> I mean, if I'm being charitable, it's like what he would hope for her. Right. Right. That she'd wear his hat and be mm-hmm. like him and all this stupid shit sentimental bull yeah. bull crap yeah or it's like wait but but like i can't even remember uh rick's phone walking dead uh thrill images. to the marvels live research yeah you're right because like i was thinking like, well maybe that's actually your that's michonne but they're they're both it's, it's michonne and judith and it looks yeah. like present day michonne and judith yeah that's <laughs> that doesn't make that doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense. Yep. Oh well. Crystal caught it. Oh we well. Didn't. You caught us thinking about the Walking Dead too hard. All right. But let's... seriously, tighten that shit up, Angela. Come on. You're you're yeah. you're, you're you're there. You're ninety percent there. Just just screw it down a few more a few more turns. Yeah. Just push Nicotero aside anytime he tries to step behind the camera and sit in the director's chair. Just shove him to yeah, the who's ground. Who's the, the director of uh, of Tombstone and uh, Cobra? Cosmito, uh, George P. Cosmatos. Yeah, treat him like George P. Cosmatos. Uh-huh. I, that's good suggestions, Nick. Good, good, good. We we like that. We like that. But we're we're honestly just gonna like just do our own thing. Yeah, and you're still gonna be the director, but we're just gonna kind of do our own thing. Right. Yeah, we're gonna go in a different direction. All right. Oh, one more email here, Josh. Uh, nope, we already did Josh. So fuck it. We're back to the voicemails, the bane of my existence. Uh, we've got at least two. Uh, uh, by here. the way, thank you. Thank you for, for leaving them on stereo.com slash ball. We really appreciate it. Uh, Jim does not speak for both of the hosts here. Gosh. Thanks for, thanks for hitting that button and recording us a message. All right. Here we go. Hey guys, I was curious that now that you've seen the finale of of the regular season, if you had any um, you know speculative or like hopes of what the six additional episodes were going to be. Um, you know, keeping in mind that these were filmed during the lockdown, so that pretty limited actors in each one, so it kind of um, you know it is a very specific storyline. Um, you know, bottle episode. So I was just really curious what what you guys wanted to see or what you what you think they're going to be. Um, can't wait to hear. Thanks. What do you think, Jim? I want to see an episode where Princess romances a stormtrooper. <laughs> Just it a looks, whole episode. Look a little short for a stormtrooper. Just I'm, run I'm, back a new I'm hope. Tall where it counts, baby. <laughs> yeah, laying down. You should see my laser gun. I. I don't know, man. I, so I, 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 I know enough. Like I said, there's I, a Negan. Yeah, there's a Negan origin episode that I'm very excited for. Uh-huh. That uh, by all accounts is pretty amazing. Um, I actually okay. I actually hope that they take some of the tertiary characters that are still kind of like uh, some of the new. 
Well, no, fuck her. But like y- y- Yumiko and the professor and yeah. uh, Kelly and Connie, like an episode or two to flesh those characters out, like flashback to that small group and see a little bit. Cause like we, they are now kind of like our stalwarts, right? We've mm-hmm. been around them for a season and a half and they need to step up and fill some big shoes, some Rick and Michonne size boots. And I don't think they're there yet. It would be great to get more information about Diane, the, Mildly competent bow girl that keeps coming up and keeps showing up. Yeah, I wrote her name down. You know her name. She earned her name. Shit. Uh, like Jerry and his wife. Uh, I would like to see some stuff, not just like as, as much as I like to see more Carol and Daryl stuff. And I'd like to see what Maggie's been up to. Mm-hmm. I think it would be wise. And what I'm hoping for is that they realize that is to get back and like prop up some of these other characters. Um, so that they, you know, we, we've got, we, we've got a full stable of three dimensional characters going into season 11. What are the odds of that? Probably low. I imagine they're going to hit the, the main cast pretty hard. Yeah. And with individual episodes, but, but I hope there's time for them to give, to flesh out some of those, those, those tier two characters because they need it. I think they're almost has to be, unless they were going to save this for season 11, which they definitely could. Um, there almost has to be an episode with like Virgil and Connie because that whatever's going to happen with them can't really uh, happen outside of a bottle episode, right? Because they're going to be yeah. stuck together for a little while while she's recovering. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good that's a good one. So either they do that during these six or they wait until season 11 and do that at the beginning. Uh, Negan, I, I know that there's a Negan episode. I don't know what happens in it, but I know that he is kind of the star of one of those. So I'm super excited for that. Uh, Maggie definitely has to get some kind of bottle episode, and I know she does. Um, I don't know what. What about like a Daryl and Carol episode? Eh, you probably don't want to do that if you're if if the spinoff is not a, a gigantic smokescreen. Uh, you're gonna have plenty of time with those characters. I don't know that we need to get a whole lot done emotionally with them over the next season. Yeah. Save that. Uh, all right. Yeah. It's probably about it though. All right. We got one last e- uh, voicemail and it's probably going to be, uh, putting me through the ringer for dismissing his email for its biblical length, his biblical proportions. But Yusef has written in or called in rather. So let's get to that. On Yusef here. Mm-hmm. Hope you can get to my uh, written feed this week. Uh, I sent it in, but I couldn't pass up a chance to get my voice on the podcast that got me into podcasts in the first place eight years ago. So anyway, uh, about the Michonne episode, do you think you would have liked it better going in and not knowing that it's Denai's last episode? Because I liked it just fine despite the shortcomings. Then I found myself taking a similar stance as you guys after I found out it was probably an AMC ploy to get her off the credits early. Thank you. Yeah. I think that uh, it just felt a little like, and that's the last few episodes felt a little quite out, a little out of place. Like they were not shot. They were not in the right order. They suffered from having to have deny off on a single episode because they're limited to how many episodes they could have her. And yeah, like I, I don't even know if I believe that they tried to get her on. That was just a speculation of my part because they're, but like the fact that they immediately tore her name down off of that, that <laughs> sign 
uh, felt a little spiteful. And I know that this show is not above being that kind of level of petty with its stars. Yeah. Ask Frank, um, ask Frank Darabont how petty. Uh, this yeah, production ask, could be. ask any a handful of people that have uh, Chandler Riggs, kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess the guy who played Jesus was not very happy with mm-hmm. the, the way they handled him, and uh, so there's a, there's been a lot of people that have felt ill used by uh, The Walking Dead. But you know, on the other hand, uh, uh, obviously, it's a great opportunity for Denai, and she has you know raised her profile super huge, and now she's in part of the biggest projects on the planet. So, you know, she can she can uh, I'm, I'm sure the, the pocket book uh, helps uh, assuage any of those bumps and bruises. But, um, yeah, I, I wish they, they they could have figured out a way to make that flow just a little bit better. And I, it feels like that's the original sin of the last part of this season, that that kind of Michonne bottle episode just kind of goofed up the pacing of everything. And then the pandemic, that's the other thing. I think a, a lot of those episodes felt like they, they probably would have done a few reshoots or uh, ha- had a couple more takes or um, to, to, to make it flow a little better. And they just didn't because everything kind of shut down. So. Yeah, uh, I think it definitely would have changed my perception of that episode. I'm not sure I would have believed that Michonne was actually gone. I would have I might have thought this was a, just a setup for bringing like the next group because you know, going into season 11, we're like, okay, if they dispatch the whispers, where is the next threat going to come from? Or where is the drama and tension going to come from next season? Well, maybe Michonne is, is picking up the group that will, you know, start that drama and tension. So I would have assumed that she was just going to come right back, you know, um, maybe do another time jump, say, Oh, I didn't find Rick. I hit a dead end, but I found these people. Uh, but yeah, knowing it's her last episode, I definitely had my perspective on it changed. It blows my mind that they marketed this as the final episode of Michonne. Dude. Like, that's just like, yeah, yeah. I, and, and they did the same thing with Rick. I heard, too. I was talking to Jason Cabasi uh, over uh, on the, the Walking Dead cast uh, contemporaneously. And, and they're like, no, no, they, they said that it's going to like, why would you do that? I don't know, man. Why? Like, it'd be such a huge. Um, but. Yeah, and and the thing is, is like, look, okay, um, does it actually help the ratings? Um, when I when I when I look at these seasons, like, it doesn't seem like they got a bounce, so it's like it's not even doing the thing that they wanted to do. Um, uh, if I look here, Rick's final episode, no, yeah, I mean, no. AMC has never been able to keep their mouth shut about what they're doing, um, trying to generate hype for an episode. Um, yeah, it's just not something they do. They take the approach of people will show up if they know something big is going to happen, regardless of how much it spoils the episode for people. Right. Um, um, there's gotta be a yeah, term for that. I was, when, when is the, um, uh, Michonne, I was trying to see when Michonne's last episode was, but yeah, I was just looking it's like, doesn't seem like any of these, these gambits have have even like like even a blip like a half million more people turned tuned in that week so it's like yeah stop doing that like you know just just like the fans that you still have keep them by like blowing their minds and then like what's better than deny guerrera surprising everybody by showing up on the talking dead to announce that this was indeed her last episode after the fact after the tension's already been built and all that kind of right. stuff like it's better it, like you're not getting another million people to watch so just fucking really service the fans you've got they and and i i 
but I don't know. It's the last season. What the fuck? Like, there's there's almost nothing they <laughs> sure. can do. They've already spoiled the two most popular characters are not going to die. Yeah. So um, I, I don't know what more damage they could do. But man, this show would be like, I'm just thinking about like, imagine a, the, the, imagine they did that with a Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones wouldn't be half the show it was if like, oh, this is a yeah, the is Red Sean Bean's last yeah. episode. This is going to be. Yeah. Uh, all your favorites. And they even tried die, to do yeah. the opposite. They tried to right. do the opposite where they have a fake out death and they get all their actors to be like play ball. Like, oh, yeah, it's my last episode. Tee hee. Like. They, they, the uh, Walking Dead's like the only show that that, that kind of does this that I know of in this era of, of television, where they just the marketing team just leads the story like uh, people off the cliff like so many fucking zombies. Uh, it sucks. They should stop it. Let me ask they you this: because we have talked many times about how there's this new era of television with the internet, um, where the audience will figure out your plot. Well before you do, right. where production leaks get blown out and and noticed by everyone, where you know a, an actor is scheduled to be on another show for season one, uh, like Maggie, for instance, and you realize right. oh they can't possibly do both of these shows at the same time, and so the cat's out of the bag, right? Is that is this just AMC's response to that new paradigm in television fandom? If it is, it's a shitty response because there's always been the case that people that read the trade mags and see that like, oh, this person just start just signed a long term deal to this other show, which means they're probably going to be written at it. There's always been people that can connect those dots. But like, that's where you'd have to find you'd have to be reading, um, the, you know, uh, Hollywood Reporter. You'd have to read Variety. You'd have to like find the places where they're actually talking about that stuff. And like, it's a whole well, different now it's game. Reddit. Yeah. It's well, it's a whole different it's a whole Twitter. different game than someone casually watching the show because it's always a ma- like there's always an order magnitude more people doing the less thing than the like if 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 you're listening to a mm-hmm. podcast there's ten times a hundred times more people that are watching The Walking Dead without listening to a podcast if you're on Reddit there's a hundred times more people that aren't if you're reading the comic there's a hundred times more people that haven't read the comic so cater to those people and it's it's a big difference for Alan Sepinwall in a review saying, you know, I've noticed that Denai Guerrero is starting a new show and she's probably going to it's going it's a big difference in that and then the AMC guy being like, "Welcome to Michonne's final episode. Next week Michonne checks off for the last like everybody sees that you can't help it." Well, they put you know? it in You're the just- episode that they're playing, right? Like AMC does right. this thing where the promo for the episode runs within the episode itself. Or or b- right before the episode starts, and so you can't right. avoid it, it. It wouldn't even surprise me. They did the like countdown: three episodes of Michonne yeah. left. Ba- like it's just it's terrible. It's dumb, and I know why the marketing people want to do it. But somebody needs mm-hmm. to fucking get a hold of those people and slap them around yeah. and try. Imagine they did that during the Breaking Bad era. Oh, God. Like, if they were like, uh, Tuco's last episode, say yeah. goodbye to Gus Fring. With, like, <laughs> right. get the fuck out of here with this, man. It's not good. It's not good. Yeah, I agree. Say goodbye to Mike when he, like, it's, uh, no, that's not what the fans, <laughs> that's not, who is this for? And again, look at your own fucking stats, man. It does, you get, you're getting a dead cat, cat bounce, mm-hmm. if anything. From from these horseshit tactics. Yeah, I'm with so, you. There it's, you go. it's not working for me, and I don't know if it's working for anybody, but they continue to do last it, and season, they probably will. Last season, I don't expect them to change. No. But, uh, and, it's, well, it's last season again. of this show, but they got five other shows running, and they're probably going to do the same thing with all those. 
This is just yeah. what AMC does. It's it's their yeah, game plan. I also, I also wonder how much we enjoyed these episodes because we were completely insulated from all that horseshit watching it. Like so yeah. watching season 11 live and like being unable to avoid this crap. I wonder if it's going to like annoy me. Mm-hmm. They're like, ah, yeah, it'd be nice to not know that Aaron's going to die next episode, but they got the countdown to the death of yeah, fucking fucking Aaron. They build so, a website around it with the timer counting down yeah. and say goodbye to Ross Marquand mm-hmm. as Aaron's going to get his dick split in half next episode. <laughs> it's going to be something. Get, say you know, goodbye Carrie Payton to finally theory. succumbs to neck cancer and you're going to. Yeah, it's like, no, yeah. come on. Yeah. Say hello to Emily Kinney, who returns as a country western singer. <laughs> full moon. Full. You, you enjoyed half moon. Now we got the full moon. It's coming out. Yeah. I yeah. I yeah. Let, 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 let surprise us every once in a while. Sure. Uh, all right. That's it, man. Uh, that's going to do it for our coverage of the real season 10. What I call the real season 10. We still have, like you yeah. mentioned last uh, podcast, those six bonus episodes that we will be coming back for. We're not going to do them right now. We're going to give it a few weeks uh, of off time. And then we're coming back with a six week run of those episodes leading up to the premiere of season 11. So everybody who uh, is going to be checking out season 11 with us and checked out season 10, follow us uh, six weeks before then we'll be doing. Yeah, those and if episodes. you're a, if you're a big fan of pulpy stuff like The Walking Dead, we got a bunch of stuff. A new season of Rick oh, yeah. and Morty. We do uh, pickle me this. We do a podcast on that. Uh, I covered Army little... of the Dead with Jason from the Walking Dead cast. Uh, that's a shit movie. You sure did. Right along the lines you of sh- some of the worst of Walking Dead. So go for that. <laughs> Uh, we also have uh, again, we'll be coming back July 13th uh, for the remainder of the bonus episodes of season tw- uh, ele- uh, 10. That'll take us right up to the beginning of season 11. Uh, we also are doing uh, in the beginning of July, a badass movie festival where we're mm-hmm. revisiting some of our cl- uh, uh, favorite classic 80s action films. Hooey. Predator, Cobra, <laughs> Blood Sports. Yeah. And, and 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 others under we're, siege, we're, we're going to be doing I that think is the yeah i was i was going to tease the seagal one but i think no, it's under siege fuck it. this doing. is the one where where That's steven right. seagal dies Say last goodbye to steven seagal. seagal this our review of under siege is going to be the thing that does him in <laughs> say goodbye to steven seagal and yeah uh, he's dyed his hair black <laughs> one too many times <laughs> Forget about it. His scalp is done. Three too many cheeseburgers and it's all gone to shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. Come, come back. We got lots of cool stuff. Plus, we if you like the more prestigious stuff, we're we're uh, until some prestige television comes back. We're doing a, a classic uh, highbrow ish movie every week uh, on the prestige feed to keep that warm. So lots of bald mm-hmm. move coming. Also, t- tons more and support.baldmove.com if you want to step up and be a club member or patron. Uh, lots more weekly content and bonus be doing content Loki over there too. Too uh, Loki over on the pulp feed, yeah. Right, yeah. Going to be doing a weekly uh episode discussion of that. So lots of stuff coming, and then the Walking Dead's only going to be gone for six weeks until it comes back forever. It'll feel like <laughs> the eternal watch of season eleven. Yeah, uh, we've had a lot of fun, and thanks for everyone calling in and giving us the stereo messages. Thanks for everyone's emails. Uh, and for everyone that's downloaded and, and, and given us an attaboy, we really appreciate it. We'll be back in a couple of weeks if none of this other stuff is is attractive to you, uh, you know. But uh, we'll, we'll get back to Walking Dead just in just six weeks. Until then, I'm Aaron and I'm Jim. Later. Later.